0: welcome everyone to our august edition of the dragon con update con with a sickness if you will uh this is the episode we are going to do today with our mega hosts joe and ed and myself d who are gonna break this down and once again this is the stats check podcast available on apple Podcasts and wherever podcasts are available joe ed how you doing
1: Pretty good. You just backed us into that intro this time. You're mixing it up every which way now.
0: Look, I I think that's appropriate for a intro in a situation which we're backing up, right? So we're looking at an episode where we're going to talk about Dragon Con's updates, and they're not straightforward. In fact, they're not the direction we thought they were going to be. Uh, I probably, frankly, could look back at the last episode and point a lot of areas where I was wrong, and I'll straight up admit it because I didn't think it was going to be this way you know, a month out from the con, but here we are looking at a lot of restrictions that are back
2: in place for Dragon Con. Yeah, um, um, like you said, a month out, we finally got at least some sort of information regarding the masks.
1: Yeah. I mean, this was what they told us they were going to do, and they did it, so I'll give them marks for coming through on that, but yeah, it is, it is not what I hoped, certainly, and, you know, we're going to go point by point through this, and definitely, I'm sure each of us has some comments about each of the different things that they have decided to either detail here or give us really vague posts about.
0: Right. And so everybody who's listening, so you're not watching, we don't have uh, the video yet, although that may be the final frontier for us. You know, we have uh, the update is at dragoncon.org slash updates, right? So dragoncon.org slash updates. That's where they issued this update very, very recently. And I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but this update was, like, a day or two after the city of Atlanta issued a renewed uh, mask mandate. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, it came out on Sunday. I think, I think the mask update came out on Thursday or Friday.
0: Right. So it was, like, very, very close. So, you know, I always say, like, you know, people, people are really hard on driving concerns. But I say, look, I mean, if they had issued guidance 60 days ago that said, yeah, it's, it's um, you know, fully vaccinated only – You know, now they'd be, you know, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. If you're not, you do right. They would have had to have backpedaled on that. Right. So, I mean, in a way that timing was right there with the, with the mandate. Right. And kind of, I guess, reassuring people that that mandate was going to be enforced. So. Guys, um, we're just gonna go through the update. So if anybody wants to follow that website, dragoncon.org/updates. I think that'd be the great uh, greatest place to start. So guys, I mean, th- we're, before we get to the first bullet point, which is on face masks and reduce attendance, uh, do you want to talk about any like the language they they use? Because I mean, they always try to kind of fluff people up, right? They try to fluff the blow here. And one thing they really were pushing in the in the fluffing in the first part of it is, you know, okay, besides the the very best part of DragonCon is the community. They were saying, look. You want to stay home, we've still got virtual, right? And we're gonna pump virtual because last year's virtual was amazing. It did so awesome. I mean, what what do you guys think about that that language and also the virtual uh, bit? I mean,
1: again, pretty much they've been pitching that the entire season. You know, every town hall is let off with that, every communication is let off with that. You know, they bracket this entire announcement with, you know, virtual's been great, we're gonna make it a permanent part of the Dragon Con experience and sure it's it's there, it's expanded, it's timely. I mean one because everyone is much more literate in mm. virtual experiences than they were a couple of years ago, sort of by force, but it, you know it's certainly not what we wanted to get involved with. you know, we still wanted to do our part face to face, you know at this point, especially when they're giving people you know mixed news like they are here, to me, it just feels like it's edging toward desperation it's like yeah this this may be suboptimal but please stay with us through another lean year here don't
0: don't dump me yeah ed do you have any thoughts
2: yeah because even then it's like the event is ultimately in their hands and the fact that they still want to go with it they, they want to at least maximize the best output for them both in person and virtual
1: yeah, and I, f- I feel like that's that's the theme here is like trying to squeeze out what they can. I, you know, I'm seeing that again and again, you know, throughout even this announcement here. And I think, you know, moving right down that idea of the attendance cap as sort of like the big thing that was hanging over us, even from the preliminary announcement some weeks ago, you know, that's still not a hard number. You know, they say... of what they had in 2019, which is somewhere in like the 80 to 85K range, so half of that, but they're not giving us a fixed amount. So that leaves them some room for discretion, and, you know, my inclination is that they're going to use that discretion to get as many badges sold as they can. Good for the con that, you know, as much as we built them up as being, you know, one of the biggest cons on the continent. Everyone has had budgetary issues this year. I'm sure they're no different.
0: I'm sure that was a a pretty big out for them in in the books. But same for the hotels, right? I mean, the hotels were suffering as well because those weren't, you know, occupied. And and they are, to a certain extent, like, it's a collaboration, right? Dragon Con is like a huge collab, right? Because no one hotel can do it, right? All the hotels have to work together. And the city of Atlanta has got to be on the same page. So, you know, even if Sheridan, Hyatt, Marriott say, okay, sounds good city of Atlanta can say, fuck no, this is not happening, right? Like, they have the unilateral ability to shut DragonCon down, right? Just because they've got to – I mean, DragonCon, just to operate, has to use so many city resources. It has to shut down, you know,
2: streets. It has to change traffic flow. Even, like, not spoiling about what we're discussing, but I'm guessing they're going to be relying on the municipal powers for the parade,
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely even more so than in past years, and we're going to get to that. And, you know, you're right. This document is fascinating because it is the intersection of all of those different parties that want different things, that need different things. And in the end, though, DragonCon is the only one that's making a statement. You know, the city of Atlanta hasn't made an announcement, even though this is one of their big annual events.
0: Well, and they could could make a because... Here's one thing the city does have to worry about from a legal standpoint, although this is not legal advice to DragonCon and DragonCon may never I about my legal opinion, but you know, they have to be content uh, neutral. Right? So for example, DragonCon cannot say, or sorry, the city of Atlanta cannot say you cannot have DragonCon, but you can have the Chick-fil-A Bowl, right? That would actually be discrimination, right? Between those two things, because it's like, well, you know, you can't say, okay, you can have mass event A, but not mass event B. They have to be content neutral, right? So if they're going to cancel it, they've got to cancel everything. So, I mean, I understand that, like, the city of Atlanta is kind of like a precarious scenario. You know, they can issue the mandates, but in terms of the events, it's uh, it's a little bit tougher for them.
1: I like how you've mastered that fine print voice,
0: too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very good at it nowadays. So... Let me, let me just start down the list here, guys, because we're already like getting into it. But the first one is on the first bullet point, the first thing in the list, they say, and they underline it, which you know I don't know what you guys want to think about the, the underlining, but is appropriate face masks will be required at all times inside the convention venues regardless of vaccination status in keeping with updated CDC and City of Atlanta requirements. Okay. I'm not surprised by this. The one thing that I'm questioning, and I'm just wanting your opinion, is when they say appropriate face masks. So I'm guessing they're imagining that some people are going to have some like weird cosplay masks that are not going to really be a mask, right? It's going to be some sort of like mesh thong that's kind of strapped over their face or or, or something that's, you know, not uh, CDC approved.
1: Yeah, I had some idle thoughts about this. You know, people who are daring enough to put on like full helmet cosplay or whatever are probably going to shirk this, even though they're not going to be well filtered. And, you know, Ed talked about this a lot on our last episode. What's the enforceability of this, really? You know, what's appropriate and who is promulgating that to the average condor in the convention space on the street at a checkpoint to get your badge you know it's
2: they're, they're trying the top employees and volunteers are going to be wearing so thin just looking at badges so what are we expecting to actually look at everyone keeping their mask on at all times mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: i hope at least that the volunteer training has impressed upon the people who are going to be there that they need to model the correct behavior. And I'm sure they'll be getting, you know, appropriate face masks that are available at the hotel or from the con staff, but you know, keep it over your nose. You know, do do all like the normal things that we have all learned by now are
0: the correct way to wear it. But they gotta do it. Yeah, exactly. They they've got to do it.
2: Yeah, and, and it's based on an honor code. who's to say the person you're with is not going to tell you, hey, your mask is off.
0: Yeah, well I I I'm very I'm very sure in the con community and and you know based on just people being I mean th- there's people that are helpful there's people that are dicks I just hope that the the people that do it are the the helpful nice people and not the dicks because I can see you know drunk personalities you know getting uh getting frisky you know cuz this is a drinking con that's the one thing I that's the one thing that's interesting, too, is, you know, what's the nuance here with drinking, right? I mean, are you allowed to have your mask down while you've got your solo cup in your hand? I mean, you know, what, what's the what's the actual rule, you know, how, and how strictly is that going to be enforced? You got to get some straws out here. Well, the, the mask with the flap? I,
1: I mean, I know, I know, you know, beer from a straw is a major faux pas, but it doesn't taste
0: as bad as they make you think it does. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, no, I mean, it... it, it <laughs> <laughs> uh, it probably compromises the integrity of the mask if you punch a hole in it, Joe.
1: I didn't mean punch, you just like tuck it up under. I mean, it, come on, this is a, this is a plastic flex straw. You can you can work it in there. I'm not saying you yeah, have to like yeah, build yeah. the helmet with the mask. We we have the technology, right? I mean, you don't have to be in the full still suit like I see the Fremen
0: cosplayers there every year like. I mean, the, I guess the full like you said, the full helmet cosplay like Dune is very timely with the, you know, full helmet cosplay.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, looking forward to it. But that's a that's a different episode.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, bro, we we should definitely do one on that. By the way, like that 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 trailer was fire, bro. I'm gonna.
1: I was just saying today, Dragon Con aside, that is one movie this year I'm gonna see in theaters. You know, if a theater is open anywhere in the city, I'm gonna go find it. I'm gonna get there. We'd be damn
0: I'll go in a spacesuit. Like I'll go in a spacesuit <laughs> to see that, bro. Like I don't give a fuck. Like. For
2: which movie? Dune. You not talking about of all the time?
0: 10 days, nine
1: days from now, something like that. Wait, is that when it's that when it's up? On the 14th. That That is when the Evangelion film is released on Amazon, oh. whatever. Ed, you already promised me your login. So. Yeah, that's yep,
2: yep. I'm, that's, yeah, a, the-
1: that's a third different episode. Bro, well, I mean, I am, I
0: am. We, we do not support the sharing of logins here on Statue Podcast.
1: <laughs> right, because, because piracy is definitely not in nope. the subtitle. <laughs> never,
0: no, never, never, ever.
1: Well, regardless, that's some free advertising for our Space Ranger up there. You know, the entire rebuild series is going to be on Amazon streaming services. Go hate on it.
0: Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about let's talk about um, the next bullet point here, guys, which is. Uh, what you guys were already talking about, and, I, and we're, we're just going to, I guess we'll just get into it, um, which is in 2021, Dragoncom will have reduced capacity from prior years. We have worked closely with our hotels in America's march to determine how many people are permitted in the buildings each day. Sorry, I can't even help from laughing already. And at a given time, and taking further steps to reduce capacity to allow for personal spacing. Sorry, I- I'm laughing because to me, this is a fucking joke. They-, they at no point in the past have any of the buildings or walkways or anything been to permit. They've all been pass code. You know, the fact that they say they know what's permitted, I think they know and they haven't given a fuck or tried to regulate it.
1: Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about, you know, the Pulse Loft surf siding down already, yep. but no, I, I want to actually focus on this here. And I want your opinion on this, D, as someone who reads language closely, They specifically say how many people are permitted in the buildings each day and at a given time. Does that mean that aside from the badge cap for the convention, that each individual hotel might be attempting, at least, to set a cap on how many people they're actually going to let under their roof at a given time?
0: Yes, an occupancy cap, because they're hard-enforcing occupancy caps. So... Normally, in a normal scenario, you, ne- you never come close to it, right? Right. But in a scenario where you've, you have a reduced occupancy cap, and here's the most important thing, where they're actually enforcing it, right? The, the, I mean, the difference is a lot of these things are never enforced, right? You never see anybody going to the mom and pop shop and saying, oh, well, it looks like there's 76 people in here instead of 75. Yeah. No, they never fucking do that. But in a, in a time of, uh, you know, love in the time of Rona, Right, in, in this era, it's easier to say, oh, well, now that the number is down from, let's say, 500 to 250, it's easier for regulators to come in there and count. And especially when there's giant fines, which are making up for their deficits that they're getting from tourism, right? They're not making that money from tourism so they can take that out of industry. It's, it's something they've got to be actually concerned about. And the fact that they put it in here, the fact they put in hotels in America's Mart tells you that hotels in America's Mart care about that. Dragon Con is not doing that just to, to, to be nice and safe. They're doing that because the hotels in America's Mart are worried about their bottom line. Uh, let's be very clear.
2: Exactly. No, that's the thing. It's their employees on the end of the day being put out there, and they're not going to risk it because they want to keep the event. Yep. And this only means, at least when I read it, is how are they going to differentiate people who are staying in the hotel in the lobby versus people who are going to be lobbying, you know, you know just chilling in the lobby all night?
0: But here's the thing. For the legal purpose of occupancy, there is no distinguishing factor. So technically, yes, although they, it's weird, it's kind of a weird nexus. So technically, if you own a hotel room and you are a hotel room holder, they have a legal duty to let you get into that room. But at the same time, if they've hit occupancy, they have a legal duty to keep everybody out of the building, regardless of what their status is for occupancy. This is going to be a weird scenario for them. If they get people that are hotel guests, right? that are like, I have a a card, a key card. And they're saying, oh, you can't come in because we've already got 500 people chilling in the lobby. I read this and I had this awful thought that like I'm late for my own
1: panel and the Hilton door guard is not letting me pass because they're full up. It's like, I gotta get down there to get with you guys. That's a serious
0: problem. That's an actual problem now.
2: And there's also the thing where Sure, sometimes you only put two people on per room for reservation. But you've seen countless rooms with five, seven people per room. Mm-hmm. And for the last couple of years, they only give you at least two key cards per room.
1: I bet they're going to clamp down on that.
0: A hundred percent.
2: Yeah, so I mean, what's going to happen this time? If, if you have, you come with a group of friends thinking, yeah, it's going to be like, Elder Dragon Cons, I can get two key cards and just share them with the friends, you can't get in unless you have a key card.
1: Yep. So everybody who's going to be, like, bumming their way over there, be careful and don't screw this up for us. Yeah. I mean, because I went through those Marriott Hunger Games with you guys. I got my room fair and square. I don't want to be locked out from there. You know, we, we get those host hotel rooms for a reason. And this is making it sound like there is a world possibility that that actually becomes a a obstacle for us to enjoy this, you know, moving seamlessly from hotel to hotel, event to event, and back to our room.
2: Are you going to be able to go to the, the town hall tomorrow? What time is it? I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up afterwards, but I know they have one tomorrow Uh, tomorrow night.
0: Oh, tomorrow night? Yeah, probably. I'll be celebrating my birthday, so I'll, I'll let you guys uh, attend that one for me.
1: I mean, I want to celebrate your birthday with you at DragonCon,
2: but we gotta, we gotta get through this here.
0: We gotta hustle.
2: Isn't your birthday on Thursday?
0: Yeah, 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 but I'm gonna celebrate it that day. I'm busy on Thursday. All
2: right. Well, yeah. Um, that that's probably a good question to ask. Like, I, I've noticed that on the thing, it says you know hotels and America's Mark are having reduced capacity. But what does that mean for guests at the hotels?
0: Oh, oh, so you're talking about actual occupancy of the rooms?
2: No, it just says you know on the bulletin, it just says reduced capacity to allow personal spacing. Yes, yes. Does that mean the hotel itself, the lobby, the rooms? So Ed, uh, they have a they have a
0: building capacity number, a hard number. And if they hit that number, it doesn't matter what the source is, they, they can't let any people in, right? So if they hit that number with guests alone, then they would have to prohibit guests. I don't think that their number is gonna be that restrictive because that would be kind of dangerous, right? If they were to say, okay, well, we're gonna hit, like the Marriott hits their capacity number just based on guests. I, I don't think that's gonna happen because they are also a convention space so they get capacity from the convention rooms right so i don't think they're going to hit it on guests alone but guests are part of the equation so they have to factor the guests in they they can't not um you know and part of that is going to be they're going to have to break up these lounge areas these common spaces you know they're going to have to clear out the lobby because that's the only way they're going to be able to make sure they consistently stand to these numbers is if they're purging the lobby constantly and people are being forced to, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, it's a social distance thing, right? Because let's jump down to the fourth line and I, and I don't intend to skip, but I just want to say that they, they say they're not selling on site memberships to reduce congestion, increase social distance and improve traffic at badge pickup. Well, Well, that's what they've got to do throughout, right? They've got to do that throughout in order to have better flow. And if you go down to room capacity and I only skip down because once again, these things tie together, right? They talk about having 50% fewer guests signing to provide better spacing, personal distance, traffic flow, line management. One-way flow enforced throughout the room and limited capacity at all times. Additional safety precautions may be enforced, including uh, temperature checks, right? Um, So, you know, the point seems to be that they're going to have to police the common areas and police the flow and keep people moving. Because they they just, they will not be able to run DragonCon the way it was run in the past and not hit capacity issues.
1: Right. And I'm going to hijack this back to focus on one of these points here. Like, this is, I think, one of the top two things that I wanted to hit here, aside from the face mask issue, Mm -hmm. was badge pickup. Yeah. You focus on it at that bullet point there, but if you go through the rest of this document, they don't really expand on it. And so my assumption is that their plans for badge pickup are going to be architecturally the same. We've all been in that room in the Sheraton. We've all been in that queue that goes, you know, way out the door, down the block. They're not changing that. They're not breaking that up. That means every single human that ends up attending DragonCon has to go through Well, hold hold
0: on. No, 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 They Joe, they said they're going to try to improve traffic at badge pickup. Now, we don't know what... If it's still at the same place...
2: They still says our current policy allows for fans to pick up badges for others along with the QR code. In the same building, same method.
1: hmm I mean, look, you could split it in half, right? You could have two badge pickup areas. hmm For me, that would have been a priority in planning is... For sure. How do we streamline the number
0: one bottleneck of the entire con? But I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen, Joe. This is exactly what's going to happen. They're going to have the spacing to the extent that they're only legally required, which is probably inside of the Sheridan and on the Sheridan's uh, property. So like on their uh, parking and their, you know, egress and ingress. So like on the sidewalk, on the way in and stuff, they'll have the little dots that show like six foot distance. Right. And they'll do that on the interior. But what's going to happen is the fucking line that's wrapping around the building, that's unregulated. That's a sidewalk. That's the city. They're not going to regulate that. People are going to be crammed up against each other. They're not going to be distinct properly. They're going to be floating around. You know, it's going to be goddamn chaos.
1: I mean, it's always chaos. I'm just expecting, one, this to be worse, and two, that except for the very beginning of the pandemic, when were people taking social distancing really seriously? People get way up into my, like, you know, I'm a, like a standoff kind of person. People you get a 100% a standoff person. Yeah. Yeah, but people, like, I didn't like people up in my space before. Now I really don't like it, but it happens all the time anyway. You know, you're waiting in a checkout. You're waiting in a line somewhere. People get close because that's just what they're used to.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know those plexiglass barriers? I've never seen a situation if I'm waiting in line with a, a plexiglass shield, like one of those clear shields, that a cashier will have or at a lobby or at a hotel, you know, wherever I'm moving around, every single person speaks almost, almost every, there there might be one or two people, but almost everybody tries to speak around it and tries to look around it. Yep. And and it's like a natural human instinct, which, you know, once again, there's something to be said about that, but it's just going to be difficult. But I'm I'm just going to
1: give them like a bad rating on this one point, because this has always been like one of the worst experiences of Dragon Con, just badge pickup. Everyone hates it. You know, most everyone has to do it. But you know, it, if there was a time to, like, rip the Band-Aid off and rework yes. it, this would have been it.
2: Yeah, they could, they could have at least mailed the badges to year or something.
0: Hey, fucking exactly, Ed. There's no goddamn reason they can't mail the badges and have badge pickup just for fucking lost badges or whatever people who changed their address and didn't update it, right? You know, like... There's no reason why they can't do that.
1: There's no fucking reason. I mean, or we could do what, you know, a lot of places, including this city up here, New York has been looking into, you know, if you have a vaccine pass, why don't you just have like an app? You know, the Dragon Con has an app. Why not just integrate the pass verification? Whoa, 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 whoa. Joe, 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 that will require updating the app before the fucking day of the convention. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> Okay, another one of the pain points here.
0: Yeah, that's not even on the list. It's not even on the list, but I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking drive some salt into that one. So r- room capacity, right? So here's the other bullet point. I'm just move on here. Keep us keep us flowing. All panel rooms and other programming venues will have reduced two thirds max capacity at all times. Okay, that that's pretty easy to enforce, right? I mean, they already had a, a capacity limits in rooms. They've been doing that for a while, but... Right, right, right. But let me let me hit you with this question real fast. Has
1: our track director gotten with you about that? Do we know what nope. our capacity is going to be? Nope. Fan tracks, huge part of Dragon Con. Are
0: they going to be able to regulate
1: that properly?
0: No fucking clue. And frankly, I, I mean, look, the I think the panel directors, a lot of times they're volunteers. They do this stuff in the off-season. They're, they're putting in, like... A couple hours of work to coordinate, and and that's about it. I feel like they they barely show up sometimes. You know, to the to the track rooms. I mean, yes, some of them are the more. Anime involved,
1: track but. has been good. I, I you know I'm not going to let you, you no, know, no no no, no. Up our fields there. Well, let me. Let They're me always me. on the scene. They are on the scene. I, I I trust like your average track director on the scene to be able to handle it. It's just who's backing them up. You know if they say no we're closed and people are like oh no I, I'm, I'm already in here i'm not gonna leave it's deep cleaning time but i just want to sit here
0: well that's dragon con security right they can i mean you know in other scenarios i've seen them yank badges and stuff like
2: yeah but how many panels are going on at a single time that a person on the floor can go check in on every single room to make sure it hasn't reached capacity yet
0: they're gonna need fucking security bro they're gonna need security like they've never had it before i mean straight up i mean they, they gotta have it they gotta have it everywhere because there's going to be drunk people, there's going to be people who are getting in fights, there's going to be people who are objecting to it, people who are just trying to peek in. So they're going to have to have a lot of security, straight up.
2: Uh, not, not to mention, it, but uh, one of the points that we mentioned was the uh, membership for purchase. Mm-hmm. that They can only buy it through grill uh, ticks or whatever. But currently on the site, it's for each ticket listing other than the eternal membership, it's currently listed as limited quantity. Uh-huh. But still no number. Uh-huh. We don't know when the numbers is going to get reached, if there's a number.
1: Yep. I mean, we'll know when it's reached
0: because somebody will post saying, I just got locked out. Yeah, yeah. And there's people that wait till the last second and they're not getting a fucking badge.
2: But from a logistical standpoint, wouldn't it be, like, for, I don't know, if I was running this, a month ahead of the con, just, if you want to ensure safety and space between everyone and the attendance, the guests, which I'm surprised they're announcing guests for these things, because there have been certain cons, like MegaCon, for example, their guests have canceled due to the delta strain right so we've they've gotten announcements for guests coming in this year and they're still allowing tickets to be sold a month ahead
1: Mm. competing priorities i mean you know we've been we've been like giving a pretty bad estimation of what we expect the average congoers behavior to be and i think that's prudent
0: No, no no uh here's the thing here's the problem joe is that i'm not saying it's the average congoer in fact in fact, let me say, I, I think most people are very reasonable, very great. I love DragonCon, so I go to Dragon Con. I'm just saying you have an event that has, you know, what is it, close to 80,000 at one point, you know, almost 100K here, you know, just of the law of percentages is if, if you know, if 99% of, or 90% of people are, are, are great people, awesome people, great, that 10% is hundreds, if not thousands of people right? You know, just that 10% that are drunk and rowdy, right? If that's just 10% of the people, that's a lot of fucking people just because of the numbers. It's just, it's just a, like 40,000 people, even if that's 50% capacity, you know, and Ed was reading off the numbers earlier, right? I mean, I think about 40%, capa- sorry, 50% capacity. 4,200. 4,200, right? 4,200. You know, if you're talking 4,200, right? You know, 10% of that, it's a lot. Well then, let's
1: drop down to the next one because you've called me out for my bad behavior on this in the past. You know, bad yeah. checks will be expanded, really. So they're going to do more bad checking, even though they're already going to be stretched thin personnel-wise. If you know, it's as we're predicting here that they're just going to need more people to cover the total square footage of the con.
0: Well, they're going to need a, they're going to need APD. They're going to need Atlanta PD in there. I mean, there's no way.
1: Well, we're going to get to that definitely further down because I have feelings about that in the parade. Look at the latter half of that sentence,
2: of that statement. Which, which, which half, specifically? Hotels will be closed to badge-filling members only. Mm-hmm. So previous years, we've had people come into the hotel who don't have badges during the day. Some people come in for the football game. Some people come in just to, to see Atlanta. So we're we just assuming that everyone at the hotel will be there just for Dragon Con.
1: During daytime hours, they would let people just walk through the lobby for whatever because they don't know if you have business there or not at the door.
2: Yeah, but now with the, the times being as they are, is the nighttime enforcement of the badge going to be put throughout the whole event?
1: That's how I read this, yeah. Is that they're going to interdict everyone who doesn't immediately flash their badge or a key or whatever.
0: Yeah, and one thing you should note, especially on the next line, because it quotes uh, existing line policy 18, which is ballrooms will be cleared between each panel. So I assume they're going to use that as an extra screening opportunity um, if they're doing it aggressively, right?
1: Yeah, I wonder how far they're like going to move people out. Like, say they disperse a room because they're going to clean it and it's out of like the event rotation. I remember plenty of times at the Hyatt, the back deck there with the pool is the smoking section. Right. Always packed all the way down those stairs to the street level. I mean, it's an exit, but it was always a terrible exit because it was always congested up, even though it's technically open air. You know, spaces like right. that, I think, you know, I wonder how it's going to play out because it's not, you know, I, I I could just imagine this scenario where somebody is like, no, man, we're not indoors. Why are you trying to, like, disperse us out? It's not a big deal, except, you know, it is still on the hotel property and they got to do what they got to do. The
0: Marriott pool is a little more laid back, much more laid back, much more laid back. But once again, who knows whether that's going to be open at that point? Because you've got to understand, and I haven't looked, frankly, I haven't looked at the um, rules for amenities because whenever they amend capacity, that applies to pools too. So the pool now has a reduced capacity. Every amenity will have a reduced capacity. And in some cases, when cities reduce capacity like this, they shut down the amenities, right? So it's very possible that may just be a hard shutdown. And they've done that. They already do that at certain times of night, right? Well, except for those guys working out shirtless at 1 a.m. Well, that's a different story for a different time. <laughs> but let, let's 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 go to the next one because I really want you guys to think about this. Like, okay, lines, right? So I mean, here it is: lines for events and panels will be closed once we reach two thirds room capacity to reduce the people congregating in the area and improve traffic flow. Wow. So I guess like what I'm just thinking logistically, like what do you need to do that you need a person counting everybody in
2: line? Yeah, I, I feel like they have got to have someone with a little tally counter just counting to see how much someone's going into it.
0: Yeah. And I guess once it's wrapped, it's wrapped, right?
1: And if I'm speculating here, you know, if we're talking about line capacity, if we're talking about total building capacity, you know, and Ed mentioned those clickers, you know, I'm imagining the way to operationalize this on a hotel level is you're doing that in a lot of places and you're having like periodic check-ins, you know, like what's your tally, what's our headcount estimate for the whole building and that they're going to, if they're going to operationalize it that way, that they'd have some kind of command center that says, okay, you know, we got to push some people out of here because we're getting full up if they're going
0: to deploy this. into That's if they're doing it in a compliant manner, Joe. I mean, that's like, and also that's, you know, gonna re- that would require a lot of logistics, right? You'd have to have like- Yeah, that's
1: that's volunteer to hotel staff integration in that chain of command. And,
0: and real time tracking versus guesstimates and fudging it and, ah uh, looks about right, you know, which I don't know. But I mean, if they're going to collect this
1: information about what is two thirds of room capacity in a line that's queued up, the data is going to be there- they just have to be able to tap into it.
2: Mm-hmm. Like the thing I was expected to see it, during this announcement, at least, which I'm not faulting Dragon Con, is not really their responsibility, is the food, at least for Peach Trees. Peach Tree Center food. Yeah, like what's going to happen to the the food court or any of the local eateries around? Are they going to put a limit cap on those too? Because you know, even are with, those Sky Bridges even going to be open? That's that was a question I saw on the Reddit that no one knows yet.
0: Yeah, and and that's and that's an important question because we're talking about a lot of these things. Talk about one-way flow. It's like, dear God, what are you going to have like a one-way flow out of a, a like you got to go through one habit trail to get there and a different habit trail to get back? I mean, it's just going to be very very interesting on how they
2: try to implement that operationally. So my question to you, D, is because I was reading when when the came out from Atlanta. Yeah, they mentioned that they're heading back to phase three and that the city itself is delaying reopening city facilities to the public until after Labor Day. Mm-hmm. Is Peachtree Center one of these city facilities that they're talking about?
0: No. The Peachtree Center is privately owned and operated, right? It's not a public facility, so it's not something that's uh, owned, operated by the city of Atlanta. Something like that would be like Olympic uh, Square, the Olympic Centennial Park, right? That's operated by the city. Um, that's something that they might say, hey, we're going to hold off on opening that right? But they don't own or control that. However, they do regulate the capacity and the volume for that building. So, I mean, once again, they're going to have to regulate that. And what are they going to do with Peachtree Center? Are they going to have to say, hey, normies can't go through Peachtree Center? I mean, but once again, the private owners of that, because they're not that's not owned by DragonCon. That's owned by private business owners that count on business from all around. Are they going to have to, you know, limit the access to that building and, you know, cut off who can come in and who can come out, make it badge only? Who knows?
2: Yeah, even then, like, hotels have multiple entrances and people can just come in through Peachtree.
1: Well, they've always had badge check stations at each of those habit trails. It's
0: just they haven't had one entering into the Petrie Center uh, for food, right? The food court, right? They haven't had like when you come in by Gus's, there's no badge check. No, but there might be. That's what I'm saying. Who's gonna run that? I mean, is Gus gonna have chickens out there pecking at people if they're not badged up? That's uh, I mean, uh, yeah. I, once again, the city, the city of Orlando, of uh, sorry, or not Orlando, Atlanta, the city of Atlanta would have to enforce that, right? Because the only people with enforcement authority would be the city of Atlanta or private security hired by the petri Center. Or if they delegated their authority to DragonCon, they could put DragonCon security. But well, DragonCon security is always going to lean on Atlanta PD or private security to actually remove somebody. I mean, the, that organization is not going to, like, lay hands on somebody outside of just Gus's chicken and remove them, right? <laughs> like, that's going to be an APD officer who's, like, tasing you and, and hauling you out. That, that's that's just for that that bullet point. But I want to get you guys' point because this kind of brings us into the next one, which is a bunch of different uh, um, a bunch of different events. So well, I'll just catch them all, and I'll get what you guys think about them because I think it's kind of a cluster. But we can also just talk about it. So there's other changes to improve flow and congestion, including the concourse stages will no longer have breaks for each between each performance, rotating between both locations with fewer bands and performances overall. Fan tables will not be openly available for 2021 to reduce lobby congestion and improve traffic flow. Three, the chosen costume contest hosted annually at Dragon Con Night at the Georgia Aquarium will take a hiatus to prevent crowding. And fourth, our traditional arcade partner Joystick Game Bar will move from the America's Mart to a unique pop-up location located at 161 Peachtree Center Ave Northeast with activities ongoing from 10 a.m. to 4 a.m. daily. Dragon Con members get in free. So what do you, what do you think about these four changes guys?
1: Honestly, I've never been involved in any of these things. And so it doesn't mean a lot to me. You know, I don't go to the aquarium. I don't go to the game.
2: Yeah. We don't, we, we haven't gotten lucky enough to get a ticket for the, for the aquarium, but does that still mean that they're doing the dance at the aquarium?
0: They haven't called that off officially. And that's another good point. Ed actually, thanks for bringing that up. Um, and I, I don't know if I missed this guys, correct me if I miss this some places, but I have not seen anything that says they're officially canceling any dances, raves, or anything
1: else, so... No, and you're not going to. They don't say anything about individual tracks or individual parties, so... There you go. That's why I keep badgering you about what our track director has said for Anime Track, or really any of the other tracks you're involved with aside from this group, and it sounds like you're not getting any intel from those
0: avenues, so I guess it's business as usual? I I mean, I think they're going to try to do as much as they can if they can, right? So, I mean, we'll see where we're at. Once again, you know, things can change in a couple weeks from now. I mean, like I said, with case counts, whatever going up, you know, we could see further restrictions. We could see the city of Atlanta ramping up restrictions, right? Yeah. I mean the, the Delta Plus variant just dropped today, I heard. So Well we're we're about to get Delta plus plus after Dragon Con, because you know the con <laughs> the Con crud plus Delta equals, you know, plus, plus, right? The Sheraton variant. Yeah, oh God. as as Sheraton sues the Satchek podcast. There we go. I I'm gonna keep shoveling dirt onto that one. I'm sorry. So the one the one thing I will say is about the fan tables. Look, I was never a huge fan. I don't know if you guys um, kind of know those those tables down in, like, the bottom of the Marriott. You know what I'm talking about? Like All I know is the food one. Yeah, there's the food one. But then there's the ones that are, like, the fucking people who are fans of the different bands and stuff like that. Like, the groupie tables for these people. For, like, Voltaire and whatever fucking other bands they got down there. No offense to anybody who likes those bands. But, once again, you know, I, I never really went to them. But they always kind of, like, took up space. So I'm kind of, like all right, I'm kind of happy for that. I mean, I'm not happy that because of Rona, but I don't really care. You know, it's kind of helps you walk and makes it easier to get around. I'm kind of okay with that.
1: Again, if you're talking primarily about the basements of either the Marriott or the Hyatt, you know, you're only talking about like two or three event rooms in each of those hotels that's really even being affected there. You know, for me, that was always just a, a curiosity to see when you're doing
0: like the down to go up elevator trick.
1: Mm-hmm. I never spent any time down there.
0: Yeah. Cleaning. So, okay. They're, they're, they say that the, the cleaning line is very standard. In fact, I'll just read the three and then again, let you guys get the comments on it. Because having worked with the hotel chains, th- this is very stock language. And as a spoiler, a lot of the hotels were already doing the cleaning that was fairly enhanced that, uh, that was required, but they just stepped up one or two things or maybe threw in some electrostatic cleaning uh, every once in a while. But the the line here is, our venues have adopted enhanced cleaning protocols and are committed to delivering above and beyond the sanitation standards established. If you would like details, we encourage you to check with each property individually. It continues, all program rooms and programming spaces will be closed twice a day for deep cleaning, once during the day, once overnight. These closures will happen on a rolling basis with specific times included in the app. Yes, the DragonCon app. So there will always be lots of programming options to choose from. And the last bullet point is gaming in America's smart building. One will have limited hours to meet our cleaning commitments and other enhanced safety measures. The building will be closed from 2 a.m. to 8 a.m. Daily open gaming available in the Savannah ballroom in the Western will be available 24 hours with the exception of closing daily for cleaning. Uh, What do you guys think about that, other than the fact that they are going to clean out some of those nasty gamers that are getting kind of funky between (laughs) 2 a.m. and 8 a.m.? I'm sure we all expected something like this to happen.
1: And, yeah, I I think most of these changes are good. To me, this, you know, you said that this seems pretty standard for the industry coming from your perspective. To me, this feels like DragonCon. the organization, didn't have any leverage to try to unify policy on this, which makes sense, you know, each hotel is gonna look after its own and has its own, you know, sort Branch. of up-down policy on this. And Dragon Con can't negotiate a treaty among that that's gonna, you know, come out here and say, you know, this is our standard for the entire con. So they just have to roll with that. They know who's calling the shots as far as cleaning. I'm sure anything they asked for, if it wasn't already being done, the hotels aren't going to go above and beyond their own sanitation standards.
2: Yeah, and I wonder what how they're going to do with, if any, uh, cleaning the, the marketplace. Oh, so you're
1: talking about like when they shut the booths down every night, how are they going to... Mm.
2: Or if they're going to do some sort of like block entry so they can just, you know, close the floor, clean it, open it up, close the next floor, clean it, open it up. Because if anything, the, your kid sure gets a lot of food traffic, but... America's Mark gets the most foot traffic out of anything in Dragon Con.
1: Right, right, right. I mean they were very careful here. They said panel rooms and programming spaces closed twice a day.
2: No, yeah, no, but thing I'm I'm wondering what, what's gonna happen with the marketplace itself. Are they gonna do any cleaning at all?
1: Probably just at night. I'm I'm guessing. I mean, since they didn't specifically call it out there with the other things on the hotel sites, I'm thinking that it's just gonna be at night. But you raise a good point. Like are they gonna dust every
0: figurine that's been sitting out all day?
2: Yeah, all those crummy, dusted, big-titted statues where everyone's touching on them. I
0: mean, that's the, but that's the standard. I mean, you can't make an exception, right? I mean, you know, you gotta, you gotta hit it all, right? You know, and, and for vendors, I mean, are, are they okay with that, right, with their merch or, like getting dusted? They have to be if they're getting in. And
1: I, I would love to, like, I, I'm gonna guess have to go to the market now just so I can talk to some of these vendors about what's been going on there because. I can't imagine what the experience is going to be like with all these different things that have changed now. Because before it was like the anti-social distance space.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We we spoke to one of the artists there was I think it was a Yoshi, Yoshitani that she was you know on the track to get a table she got the table recently you know you pay out of pocket to get these tables right as a vendor do you think it's wise to go to a, a con that a is limiting their capacity b you may not see as much foot traffic. And see, risk yourself to go into this thing. Is it really worth it?
1: I mean, some people definitely are. Like, I follow a couple of these artists on social media, and they have definitely announced their seasonal schedule does include Dragon Con. Shatner's already in, by the way. I know he's not an artist, but I'm just
0: saying, like, he he made an official announcement.
1: Yeah, yeah. I saw he was in, uh, you know, some of the big names from Doctor Who are in... But these are people who are going to be well-insulated and who are really only there for their panel and their meet-and-greet obligations. They keep them inside the TARDIS. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure they're going to be kept at arm's length from anybody that they don't want to get any closer to versus... You know, you're you're on a
2: vendor; Everyone's touching your stuff.
1: Right. And they have to, right? If you're going to sell prints, people have to look at your print binder
2: if, you, if you're going to throw cards, your bargain bin is going to be a hot spot. Oh, jeez.
0: But one thing I can say, Joe, where you were wrong, and this just bring us to the next bullet point, but um, you were wrong when it says there is, there is nothing specific in terms of events and dances that were mentioned. Because the next bullet point, the, the last one says... Because children under 12 years old are not recommended for the Fauci Juice, uh, the kids' track will not host the kids', tra- uh, kids character encounter or the family-friendly dance. So, hey, we're, we're cool with all the other raves, the, the, the Marvel pimps and hoes, you know, the, <laughs> everything else. But the, but the family-friendly dance, God forbid there be a family-friendly dance. You're right.
1: I did overlook that and that's because I am not interested in any family-friendly activities. I mean, you're there because you want to scout
2: for the the single mothers.
0: That's right. Oh.
2: <laughs> they don't want
0: to be safe, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hero, it's the heroes <laughs> and villains ball. <laughs>
2: You could be you could be out there trying trying to find yeah. someone to support your college.
1: I'm, gonna, I'm not going to make it. You're going to kill me on the spot here. <laughs> oh
0: man, that's that's what I'm here for, Joe. Death by uh, bad association.
1: By by spitting facts. Honestly, yeah. just spitting facts at yeah. me about my own life.
2: Yep. You know, some, some guys some guys go to the the the, the lobby at the Marriott to pick, pick pick up chicks. Go <laughs> go to the kid friendly, family friendly dance to pick up on mothers.
0: Gonna
1: dust that cape off,
0: <laughs> and then and then just 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 screen for most expensive handbag in the room. <laughs> uh, uh, and
1: you and you know that I know what those look like.
0: Yes, I know you do.
1: With enough outlet mall experiences,
2: <laughs> you can be out there with a sign, willing to <laughs> put, your, <laughs> put your kid to college. Oh god,
1: I, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I don't know if the listener base for this cast knows those stories about me yet,
0: but but they're about to know soon. But I mean, that's another They'll episode. Go on the
1: record. For another
0: episode soon. Bad but, financial decisions regarding tuition. Yep. So let's talk about bad financial decisions that DragonCon and perhaps the city of Atlanta are making, which is the parade. Okay. So we, oh we, yeah, parade parade is I, I, yeah. This is the the juggernaut, right? So they say they've received the permit, which is huge, which means they've actually got it. And this time it'll be a modified scale back parade. So they, they already probably have been working on this for months cause they probably had to you know, go through the application process. It's not like a simple thing. A DragonCon membership is required to view the parade live and in person for 2021. All other people can watch it on TV or on DragonCon YouTube and other social media platforms. God, can you guys imagine enforcing this along the parade route? That, that's going to be a real conscription.
1: They definitely said, you know, somewhere in here that APD is going to be doing the crowd control for this event. And, like, I have strong feelings about this experience overall that I think is going to happen here. First of all, I think this is a big L for them as far as return on investment. You know, you alluded to this. Everything that they had to do, the hoops they had to jump through to make this happen. Yes, it's a grand spectacle, one that I've never been awake for in my entire Dragon Con attendance experience. I mean, you could have. It's If it's not going to be in, like a carnival celebration for the whole city, is it really worth it?
2: Yeah, the point mentions that, you know, some things aren't to be shared, but. Yeah,
1: that sounded ominous as fuck, by the way.
2: They are working with the city of Atlanta, and they're going to hold the parade at the same time, normal, but. How do you keep people from like, strangling in?
1: They're going to put up barriers, of course. There's going to be barricades on the street. I mean, they've closed, like, one block for one street, usually. But this seems like they're going to need to shut down Peachtree for, like, five blocks? Maybe more? Maybe more. Depending on how many sand crawlers they have to queue up for this thing. How many barricades? How many off-duty APD officers making overtime for how many actual attendees? I'm just imagining this scenario, and nothing about it is appealing to me at all. Like even less so than because honestly, every year you know I get this invitation. Every year I turn it down. No, I'm not going to go to the balcony at the Hyatt or whatever to watch this. Whoa, 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 the-
0: whoa, whoa! No, <laughs> no, no offense offered to anybody who happens to. Uh- Take and choose up on that? No, yeah. no, I
1: mean, cause it, not. I'm not. Because, like I said, I sleep in that day for sure. But if I'm going to watch this, I'm definitely going to do it from a room balcony, and not from trying to fight my way in through a checkpoint run by city police to go through all these gated barricades or whatever that they're going to have to set up to keep out the general population of the city. It. I mean, where are they even going to put those? Like, is you have to stand on the sidewalk within these gates as this goes by? That just seems super cramped, super uncomfortable. I not Ed, 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 come on, say something.
2: No, it's just like I, I don't understand. Sure, like we haven't really gone to the parade. It's a mainstay of, of the of the con itself. But I mean, it's just asking for too much. Like you're expecting the police to enforce the attendance. I, I don't, I don't see the point. And if you're gonna, if you could have just not bother. Just have just be purely broadcast and have anyone on the streets.
1: I mean, that kind of sucks, too. Yeah, but... I mean, I mean, it's not even a great visual. It's like, oh, all these things are going by, but nobody's there cheering, waving.
0: If you're going to do it half-assed, what's the point? Right, well, that, that that's that's my point right there.
1: It's not just half-assed. It's half-assed with a huge tacked-on expense
0: for personnel. Yes. Why, why not just clear the sidewalks altogether? I mean, that'd be easier to enforce and just say, hey, we're just going to put up a roll. Because then you can just roll block and then nobody gets through. And it's just all streamed, you know, nobody really watching it live from the the block.
1: That also means, like, if you have a concurrent panel or you wanted to, like, I always go to the market during the tail end of the parade because I can get in real fast because everybody's watching the parade. But if they block off the streets like that for attendees or for, or for nobody, it's still, like, kind
2: of a hassle. But like you mentioned like what's stopping anyone from jumping jumping on the mar to get into a peach tree? Are they gonna be checking badges the minute you get off the metro?
0: Who knows? They could be, yeah. I mean that's that's where that's located. I mean I guess it would be if once you go up the up the escalator, right? No no isn't the escalator shut down right now?
2: Oh one of the escalators of peach trees shut down, yeah.
0: Really?
1: Yeah. Oh bro. Yeah, there was there was some big to do about how you're not gonna be going through like, you know, the longest escalator in the Western Hemisphere or whatever. It pretty much is,
0: right? I don't know, but it it does induce vertigo <laughs> when you're on it. Yeah, absolutely. I want to talk about this last on this last one real quick though. Um, the photo ops. Look, I, I've done photos with the um, you know, I've done a photo op. I don't know. I think you got. Ed, have you done a photo op as well? I've uh, not. No. No. He just keeps me from disrupting
1: other people's photo ops.
0: Yeah. So th- no these are the official ones. These are the ones with the you know the actual um, guests, the uh, paid guests, right? Uh, you know it'll be interesting like how they do that like i guess and um, they won't allow because there's always like touching like they'll usually shake your hand or hug you or do something like that with you so i guess they'll like you know you'll stand apart with them and and you'll have a mask on and you know um it'll be interesting how they do that um i'm i'm very interested um you know how that comes out it's it's probably going to be reduced demand right but um You know, the fact that they're still doing it is interesting. I I just don't see how, I mean, especially if you're trying to enforce it. It's it's worth a lot of money to the people who actually show up though, right? Yes. That is a huge part of their revenue and a huge driver for them. So that's one reason why they show up. But, you know, it's like you really can't have – six feet distance or i know some places they're just gonna put up a plexiglass
1: barrier yeah like for for shatner it's gonna be like that scene from what is it star trek 2 where he's on one side of the wall and spock's on the other and if they do
0: that that'll be freaking hilarious but i mean that's an option
2: three ideas for them we're just spitting you just divide the the celebrities from the riffraff
0: yeah okay so let's go down let's guys want you, you guys cool with hitting the faq real quick and kind of running through these because i think these, some of these are kind of interesting they are so will masks be available at the event fans should plan to bring no masks if there's anything we know it's dragon con fans like to dress for the occasion we look forward to that if anyone forgets the mask however disposable masks will be available throughout the event details will
2: be included in the program book at the convention
0: but people are going to lose their masks they're going to get wet they're going to fall on a drink i mean you
2: know they're going to have to have disposable masks right yeah it's something they'll be handing out masks it's what do you say it sounds like they will be I, I, yeah i feel like they will be sending out masks
0: yeah i mean i'm sure they'll have them for the people that don't have them but you know like hey here, yeah, it, for, like, it, you're yeah
2: because it's like you're the bullet points right
0: yeah oh no no sorry we're at the faq the bottom The will mask be available yeah
2: so if somebody forgets a mask however disposable masks will be available throughout the event
0: yeah well, well but there's a difference okay so what that could be interpreted two ways ed that could be interpreted that there's designated stations where you can like pick up a mask, like a like a you know a bench or a, you know at the lobby or at the che- sign in, or that staff are walking around with a lot of masks and they're handing them out at kind of ad hoc, right? I feel like it's got to be both. I mean, look, you know, I work for a large
1: health system. Yeah. Every entrance, there's somebody there to check you in. You know, any facility. Sometimes they do temperature checks, sometimes not. They always have a, a box of masks there. I mean, yes, of course, it is one of the major disposables that such a business has. But I'm sure in preparation for this, they must have secured however many they think they're going to need.
0: Yeah. And and to that extent, you know, when they go in the next one, how will it be enforced? Um, you know, that hotel employees and dragcom volunteers are going to work together to ensure it is followed. Um, look, there's places, like you said, like healthcare facilities, you know, other facilities that have Been enforcing this for a while, have been under mandates. There's jurisdictions that have been under mandates, right? So it's not like we don't know how to enforce a mask mandate, right? Like it's pretty simple, it's pretty obvious whether you're wearing a mask or not. I mean, you might be wearing it wrong, but you know, there's it's pretty obvious when you are. And the same thing goes for for hand sanitizer. I mean, a lot of these places, it's number one, been required, right? They've been required. I've had to actually deal with this. You're required to put hand sanitizer like at certain intervals and in certain places, particularly for employees, but Also for guests, so a lot of places have already installed these. So that's not like a huge problem, right? And this was probably something that was going to be available anyways, right? So it's probably going to be a hand sanitizer station near the elevators, right? Because that's fucking nasty when you have to touch those goddamn buttons that thousands of people have touched, right? Use your elbows, people. Seriously. Right. So, I mean, that'll probably be a thing. Same at like near doorways, entrances, right? I mean, I don't see that being a problem as
2: long as people use it. Yeah, but that's also the thing, of how, how much sanitizer do they have, like, available? Because, you know, people go to sanitizers quick.
0: Well, they, I mean, Joe, you can speak to this. I'm sure they have
1: good estimates for what a given population will run through in a day. I, I'm sure this is no mystery to people that run large, well-attended physical plants for any type of business.
0: Right. And, like, and there's those sort of, like, the the sanitation kind of dispensers. It's sort of like a huge bag of sanitizer they drop in there, right? So. It's like bulk sanitizer. I mean, look, they're just around the way from CDC
1: headquarters anyway. I'm sure if there were a problem, they could just hit them up and say, hey, listen,
0: we have this con here. You'd think, right? Um, What is the attendance cap? At this point, our anticipated attendance is 50% reduction of our 2019 numbers. We will continue to make changes to lower the attendance cap with the change information related to the RONA and increasing numbers. And we believe that promising a number is not a viable option at this time in order to remain flexible and able to adjust to changes with the state of pandemic. So, I mean, do you guys think they're going to settle on this 50% or do you think that it's going to end up even lower?
2: It's going to be lower.
0: You
1: asking me to gamble on <laughs> Corona progress over the next month? I'm not betting with you. I'm just asking for a guess.
2: I think it's going to be lower.
1: You you were just
0: in Vegas. Do they take n- lines on that? Uh, not anymore. Uh, it's it's strictly lines off a stripper's butt. <laughs> but, uh, what were you saying?
2: I, I feel it's going to be lower.
0: So what would you say, 25% maybe?
2: No, I, I that, it'll probably 35%, 40% at best.
0: So 35%, 40%, I mean, we're looking at, what, a con that's like 20, 30, 40,000 people?
1: I think they're not going to tell us what it actually was until after it's done.
0: Yeah, that gives them a fudge factor.
1: Nobody's counting the tickets sold on our side, and they're just going to keep
0: that under wraps in order to keep the hype up. And here's the thing. You can also... You know, And, and Dragon has been accused of fudging the numbers for safety purposes, for capacity purposes, because they've been accused of um, going over the capacity on certain nights and times. So I, I really, really, really assume there's going to be some bullshit involved, some some fuckery involved on Dragon Card's part, where their profit motive is, you know, butting up against their safety motive. And they must be looking for
1: ways to squeeze that out, because, you know, we mentioned it before— There are no Saturday passes. You know, that is the big hype day. That is the one where the surge comes in. If there's no Saturday surge, they got to find a way to make up that revenue.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely crazy. Okay. So next one, can you purchase a grow ticks membership online without the events and just go to badge pickup? Actually, yes. However, no, having knowledge of the cap, we anticipate selling out before the convention, we are attempting to be as transparent as possible. We're providing notifications on the percent of sellout however we reserve the right to adjust and stop selling memberships at any time based on what we believe is in the best interest of the convention very interesting very interesting
2: but i feel they should be more
0: upfront about it yeah they're not going to do that
1: there's been no notification about any percent that i've seen so far so i i think that's like that's a nice thing to say but you know maybe they'll announce one number at some point sometime but without a trend without any it, it's not actionable data yeah, exactly. That's why I got mine as soon as they said they were going to drop the cap. I didn't want to mess around with.
2: Yeah, them. yeah. After we, we, after we saw that, I, I bought the ticket because I mean, we saw at the next one that you know, once you have your ticket, you're guaranteed your entry.
0: Right. Once you're in, you're in. Will there be any changes to the policies regarding badge pickup for others to decrease the numbers of badge pickup? No. Our current policy allows for fans to pick up badges for others as long as they have their QR code, a copy of their ID, and a letter giving them permission for the person to do so. We believe that the policy, along with reduced attendance and elimination of on-site purposes, provides flexibility and lowers numbers to effectively and safely process registration. Uh, you guys have any thoughts about that? I mean, I think that's kind of innocuous,
1: but... I mean, I said my piece about the Sheraton line. I, I got nothing more for that. I think... Is this the first year they're doing the QR code thing, though?
2: Yeah, this is, this, it would have been last year that they moved from the postcards to the grill ticks.
1: That's going to be a hell of a thing. Is
0: the, this is the trial run? Exactly. The trial run is fucking, you're, you're doing the trial run during the Armageddon.
2: And the thing is, we've noticed that the Sharon has shit reception. Yep. It's, it's, a, it's a dead zone in that basement.
0: Screenshot your QR
1: code, people. That that's the takeaway here. They tell you at the airport, you know, do the same thing
0: here. Or I print mine out. Next one is, which yeah, definitely print out is the way to go. How will the members-only, no outside spectators parade be enforced? I like how they said this. this. Is kind of made me laugh. Some things need not be shared. Yeah, obviously they're not going to tell you the whole plan, right? But we have worked with the city of Atlanta and APD on the plan to safely hold the parade in these times, include the need to. And the need and plan to now allow spectators outside of dragon con members of the city and police have experience with events operating in a similar manner, but we are sad not to be able to allow the public to join us. We will provide several ways for them to enjoy it through streaming social media and on the CW. I mean, we, I think we beat this horse. Do you guys have anything else to say about the parade? Nothing good. Nope. Okay. Or this is a good one. Are uh, refunds and rollovers to the 2022 event being offered. No, unfortunately not as an exception to our no, uh, longstanding, no refund policy. We allowed the opportunity for folks with a 2020 membership to either refund or roll over to 2021. As part of the roll over to 2021 came a thank you gift with a 2020 member badge, face mask, lanyard, and a biggest show a virtual programming event. I didn't get that. I didn't no. get shit. Me neither. I didn't get any of that. So that's some bullshit. But also, I'm just going to drop that right there, because I was like, fuck you, Dragon Con. You didn't give me any of that shit. Well, did you buy a membership badge last year? I had a
1: badge. Yeah, D's always the one that buys at Dragon Con for the next year.
0: Yes. So they said, we are unfortunately not able to extend additional flexibility to memberships at this time. We will, however, be providing free streaming memberships to anyone with a current membership who is unable to attend the in-person event. To take advantage, please simply email the office. We will add that everything, especially during the Rona era, is rapidly evolving. We're actively monitoring the situation with our public health experts to ensure that we have the same level of safety at DragonCon that we always have. Should we need to change any policy events. You will all be the first to know. If you have any specific questions, please not hesitate to reach out by PM or reach out to the office directly. Pretty much what that means is, and I'll tell you this as a lawyer, unless they're legally required to do this, they're not going to do it. Why? Because they're going to lose money. They're going to make you eat it. They're, they need the money. They're actually counting. I guarantee you, they're counting on people that rolled it over and not coming so they can generate more sales. In fact, I think they're counting on people emailing in and uh, so they can take them off the capacity list and make one more sale.
2: Guarantee. Yeah, because I've seen a lot of posts on the Facebook group, at least. You know, now with the growing number of Delta variants and, you know, the news coming out with the mandates, a lot of people are either trying to pawn off their hotel rooms or not, or just not bother going in. So I feel like that's something they're hedging their bets on is they know the number of people who are supposed to go or have tickets, but they're hoping that people change their minds and switch stick to the virtual, even with the ticket.
1: You know, jumping down two lines on this here, you get that offer, you know, low price streaming membership of $10 to all virtual content.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, again, they're, they're bracketing this out. They're trying to pitch this here at the end as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is int- once again, it's just, it's just very interesting. Okay. So our hotels allowing guests to refund or roll over their, their hotels, the policy, of the hotels are owned by each individual property. Okay. That's factual. Since we're hosting an in-person event, the policies on our co-hotel contract stands and refunds and rollovers can be extended as a new policy. However, we've been in discussions with the hotels and understand they're handling individual cases based on their corporate policies during the pandemic. Please reach out to the hotel directly if you have any specific questions and flexible options. Oh, sorry, I skipped two. But let me just mention that in addition to the international one. So I live in the U- outside the U.S. Travel is not allowed. Is there anything I can do with my membership? International fans with government travel restrictions are encouraged to contact the office directly. Once again, okay, let me talk about that because that, both of them, those are legal. So if you are have impossibility of performance, i.e. you literally cannot do it, they actually have to refund you. So. You know, if you're like a guy from, I don't know, like, you know, you you live in Japan and the borders are like full closed, right? You're you you you're not going to be able to come. So, you know, you're going to have to be refunded and they're going to have to give you your money back. Now, that being said, they do not have to roll over your legacy, right? That is something they're not obligated to do. That's something they've always done as like a convenience, as like a Dragon Con thing. That's something that I think is kind of in jeopardy going forward. But yeah, I mean, they're they're under no obligation to do that. Guys, do you have any thoughts about the hotel refunds and and also, like, international people traveling in?
2: I just think it's bullshit because the reason we're not getting refunds is because of the DragonCon event. Last year, even before COVID was, like, a serious thing, I I had the thought about maybe getting a cancellation or refunding my, my hotel room. However, as long as the event is still going on, you won't get your money back. Right. And we only had the option to roll over a refund once the event was canceled.
1: Which was late last year. Yeah.
2: So the fact that they're saying, oh, no, maybe the hotels may give you some sort of circumstance where they might give you some sort of refund. That's that's bullshit. That It's on them.
0: Yeah. And
1: uh, it leaves the door open for if there is a catastrophic failure and they have to emergency cancel that they can do that, too.
0: That, that, well, that's something that, once again, that gets to a point where if the capacity limit or if, for example, the city of Atlanta says, uh-uh, this event can't happen. We, we're shutting down the studio then it's literally an impossibility issue. And then the hotels are legally obliged to refund refund you, and Dragon Con is legally obliged to refund you a rogue over.
2: Yeah, it will be the same thing as last year.
1: Well, right, but I mean, you know, next week we could get like the Zeta variant and the mother of all spikes, you know, heaven forbid, but it could happen. Right. And everybody just bails out.
0: Yes. And it's it's very possible, and it's very possible that, look, we're talking about an event that's 30 days away, a lot can happen in 30 days so because we have like no idea what's going to happen it's very possible that's still that's still on the table uh and that 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 gets to that level um which kind of brings us to the close here which is what can we do to get ready for DragonCon 2021 first and foremost is taking care of yourself make sure you follow cdc guidelines continue to be good healthy habits can uh, get vaccinated if you can science is amazing we strongly believe in it and encourage everyone who's able to take the step to protect themselves helping us back to normalcy one shot and step at a time and finally finish up those cosplays get with friends plan your journey and keep an eye on all our social channels for the most updated information i mean you know a little bit of love and peace at the end uh, along with the juice you know any any thoughts on that guys they're they're kind of parting shot there
2: i mean you, you you've seen the comments joe during the last town hall a lot of people don't aren't going to get the vaccine
0: really is that, is that well hold on sorry was there a town hall was there a big backlash at the town hall on that
2: well, no like not that the thing itself but on the comment itself everyone's like oh if we're mandating masks, I'm not going because it's my freedom of an American. I don't believe in vaccines. That's it. It was never going to happen.
0: Well, the mandate. I, I don't think a vaccine mandate is is going to be in the cards unless.
2: No, but I'm saying that at this point we're a year a year and a half in already. If you haven't gotten the vaccine, some some people can get it. I understand, but if you can't get it, and you choose not to. At this point, you're not going to get it.
0: Right, unless unless you're literally forced to. Those people that have chosen not to are not going to get it at this point.
2: Right. No. And they weren't going weren't to adhere to a mask mandate either.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, what's going to happen is, is they're going to do it when they're physically required to do it, right? Everybody, regardless of your politics and your beliefs, everybody, and I've been on planes, you know, and I've seen people get kicked off or not compliant, but, you know, everybody wears their mask, right? But when you get into social settings, right, that's going to be the area where the non-compliance comes in.
2: Yeah. It's that hermetanity of, well, oh, if he's not wearing it, I'm not going to wear it.
0: Right. And you're going to get a lot of that at con, especially in areas that are gray zones that are not really deeply enforced. Like, for example, you know, let's just talk about the Hyatt kind of rooms and those, you know, balconies that are outside the rooms where people just chill and hang out. I mean, the Marriott 10th floor is like the iconic one of these because it's a party
1: area, but it's also unregulated historically.
0: Yeah. And, and once again, what happens if you're at the, you know, the Pulse Bar and you get a drink and you're just chilling because people, you know, all chilling there with a drink? Everybody's got a drink. I mean, are they allowed to have it down? I mean, once again, how are you going to be policing that? Are you going to be like doing Disney rules where it's, you know, you got to like do it up between sips? I mean, it's going to be really difficult.
2: I just think it's fortunate enough of that the fact that the mandate came in late last month that now we're at least going into it. We know that the Marriott. But at least within the interior of the Marriott, America's Mart, or any of the hotels, you need to have the mask on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's undeniable. You know, you can't... Yeah,
1: having that to fall back on is good, so at least when the Dragon Con volunteer tells you to do it, that's not a gray area.
2: Because I, I feel that mandate is going to weed out people who weren't going to go with the vaccine or the mask. Mm-hmm. Are you saying that's a good thing? I think it's a good thing. People were saying in the comments, if a mask thing is being enforced, we're not going. The fact that the city is forcing this for any indoor event or facility, I feel that we could be doing great without those numbers.
0: You, you, okay, so you, you, you think people are actually, so here's the thing, you know, people will talk a lot of shit. Like that's sort of the, I'm moving to Canada if X happens, you know, and and, no, and nobody ever moves to Canada. You know, spoiler alert, there's no mass migration, you know, it's not a thing. You know, I, I think the the same thing kind of happened both ways with, you know, if they do or if they don't require the the juice, if they do or don't require mass, right? Do you, so, Ed, are you saying you think a significant people are, are actually
2: not going to come because they disagree with the mass policy? If I feel strongly enough about this, I'm not going to spend my money to an event that's enforcing it.
1: So you're calling your bluff. You're, you're saying, you know, either you feel strongly about it or you don't, but this is the time where they have to show up.
2: Exactly.
0: I think people are kind of full of shit I, and to a certain extent. I think they, they think they think they feel strongly about it, but then when push comes to shove, they actually don't. But in that, and by the way, I'm applying that both ways. I'm applying that to people who are pro and anti, you know, because once again, you see people violating it, you, know, you see people who are pro violating it in certain circumstances with certain people, right? And you see people that are anti, you know, masking up, you know, just to not be yelled at, right? They're not they're not that brave to, like, take a stand, you know. If mean, you
1: pick the metaphor there, push is potentially going to come to shove. Yeah. You know, when worlds collide here. Oh, a Power Man 5000 thousanding me, huh?
2: Jesus Christ.
1: If I could play the riff on the track here without getting sued. <laughs> I don't think
0: we can. No, I, I do not think we can. All right, well, I'll just blast it from the Marriott balcony. Yeah, but that being said, I think that you know, I I think that there's going to be there are going to be to, to ed's point. I think there are going to be some people that that do say it. There's like a certain number of people, and and frankly, for those people, I'll say it. Fuck it, good riddance, right? I I don't want people there who are going to cause a fucking ruckus and make. I don't want to make this. This is Dragon Con is my relaxation. Is my like. Yeah, it's my time with my friends. It's, it's sorry, but like I, I feel passionately about this. DragonCon is my time with my friends. I don't get to see you guys a lot. It's my time to like see you guys, hang out, have a good time, you know, be with my friends, be with the people I care about. I don't want to bring that type of energy and that negativity. Like, that's not what I want to deal with.
2: Like, I'm sorry. You've seen the news recently. Every single time there's a, a news story about a plane, there's always some guy arguing about the masks. If this was a thing, people are going to be fighting with the volunteers, with the host, hotel staff, and just ruining the mood. Yep. So again, like you mentioned, good riddance. Good riddance. Good riddance. Don't come.
1: You know, I'm I'm the more confrontational one out of this whole bunch, but I, I I feel you on that. I have Ed there to keep me in check every time I want to yell at a Shinji cosplayer. Ed, Ed's there holding me back, and I appreciate that because you're right. You know, this has got to be a real vacation
2: for Pete. They're not getting paid to deal with you. They're volunteers, and they're not the. They didn't come out with this rule. They're enforcing because someone else told them. They get, what's the deal with you getting in their face about it?
1: I mean, and we're on the other side of this, too. We're not getting paid for this. We're going to be there on that panel when that drunk guy in the second row starts trying to talk over you and, you know, won't listen to what anybody's saying about masking up and, and all that stuff, you know. As will happen. You were going to throw that guy out, D. Yes, 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 yes.
0: I'll call that guy out for sure. Like, okay, But we don't want that to be a thing. We want no, to- no, 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 no. And, and I don't want to be the guy who has to be the guy to do that, right? Nobody wants to be the guy. Yeah,
2: because so like, like you mentioned, it, like Dragon Con is the one time of the year at least I can like relax. Yes. If you're not really big on crowds, it's it's the it's the nightmare. But even with the people there, you get to relax.
1: You get above the crowd, you know. You're up there on one of those Marriott
0: overlooks. It's still good
2: for some people. Like at least for me, it's it's like my Burning Man, I guess.
0: Yes, yes. That's a good. That's a good. That's a really good comparison. Not the Fire oh. Festival. Bro.
2: No, I'm, I'm not able to soak dick for water. <laughs> oh so, speaking of water, though. Okay. Uh, D, since I know you don't drink, Joe, what is your inclination of... Right now, people on Reddit are having these single servings of the DragonCon Moonshine apple pie.
0: What do I feel about that? Is that what you mean? Like,
2: Yeah, so they, 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 they're, they're, some people are actually having these little packets, little, little baggies with the apple pie.
0: I mean, look, I've, I've only had that from like a couple people, but I've also... I, I'm, no, I'm going to be straight up. I've done some ratchet shit in my past and I repent for it. My many sins, (laughs) you know, clearly like, like, like literally when I'm drunk and some hot cosplay girl walks up and she's like, Oh my God, drink out of this bag. Slap the bag. I'm like, okay, sure. Whatever, babe. And like, I just, you know, take a hit out of the wine bag. And then I realize that everybody else has, and they're all putting their lips on it. I've done that shit. I'm sorry, guys. I repent. I'm a sinner. But now that I think about it, it's like, I don't even want to deal with somebody else's single serve. Like, I don't know what they put into it. I don't know what where they've been. I don't know if they've been coughing in the mix. Like, and, and look, even for me, like right now, like I got a cough. It's not the Rona. I actually got tested recently, but you know, it's like, I don't want, I don't want anybody's like junk in any, in me, you know, I'm just going to keep to myself, make my own drinks. I'm happy to, you know, deal with my um, circle, you know, but I, I'm not going beyond that. Like I'm not picking up a drink from anybody, frankly, like I'm bringing my own and stick it to my own.
2: So you're not going to steal anyone else's white loss? Now,
0: hold on. Hey, hey, that's manufacturer sealed. Yes. If it is individually sealed and if from a manufacturer, I'm okay. That is licensed to produce alcohol, not, you know, somebody's backyard in uh, Augusta, Georgia, you know, and that's, that's quite sketchy. I, I think that, you know, and, and this is one thing I kind of want to wrap this up on, but I think we're going to see a, a big emphasis on the room parties. I think we're going to see a big emphasis on smaller gatherings and i think this will be if anybody calls it a year of anything it'll be the year of the room party right because a lot of that's going to be the way that um, a lot of this is going to have to go down without gatherings that are able to happen i think there could be a lot of policing of rooms for capacity limit you know i think that's something they may have to do at a certain point but that'll get very very interesting
2: i have a feeling that the closer we get the dragon con like let's just say the trends stay as they are we do have the event I feel like the next set of announcements should address uh, amenities and food. Yes. Because I have a feeling that we're not going to get the Papa John's in the Marriott this year.
0: Yeah, but they may, they may set up for like delivery. Because, bro, if you know, trains in China can deliver you on order KFC inside of the train at the next stop, we can set up a mobile system for you to be able to order to your room at, at a
2: hotel. There's already stuff that, you know, like some hotels already have a, a designated Uber pickup drop-off. Right, but they can do better. They can do better. Yeah, but I'm saying they can do like an Uber, Uber Eats or Grubhub food drop-off. You can just wait outside and pick up your food and go in.
0: They could even do it. To, but what I'm saying is they could allow them to drop it right in front of your room. That's the ultimate safety is if they're able to drop it off instead of a, a group that's congregating, you know, in front of a, a centralized drop off point. Maybe you know,
1: not this event, though, just because, you know, if you're on the 20th floor, you know, that elevator situation, the entryway, the badge checks, it's, it's a lot. Based on what we all just went through reviewing this policy here. Mm hmm. What Uber Eats delivery person is going to fight their way upstream through all that shit for like the Dragon Con hobo tip?
2: You got to get a text from your driver saying, "Hey, I left this on the on the counter. Good luck."
0: <laughs> well, here's here's the thing: <clears throat> they could offer a service, right? Where the Marriott, the Hyatt, the Hilton, they have an upcharge for it, but Uber Uber Eats, Grubhub, whatever, they drop off at a centralized location, and then a hotel employee brings it to you for a surcharge, and and and, and they're going to be reasonable. You know, I'm look, and it it can't be more than the fucking surcharge they tax on that goddamn pizza because that pizza is the most expensive thing in the in the universe.
2: Yeah, but at four in the morning, it hits.
0: It's made of fucking gundanium at that price.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Look, Ed. I mean, we talked about this. We're not going to put ourselves in that situation again where we have to go to that. You know, we're going to have emergency food supplies, and I'm not talking about Excel Saga style.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. I'm not talking. I don't want to eat that space shit that D brought last time.
0: Bro, that was that was some that was some real funky ass shit, but it got us through. It got us through. Nobody died. 100% fatality free Dragon Con. That's what we're hoping for again.
2: I don't know. I I might just kill over going up those steps with the mask on.
1: Oh, come on. Come on. Uh, don't don't make me dig up those furry beams Bro. we were passing back and forth.
0: Well, like if the furries can do it, you can do it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'll <laughs> If if they can perform certain strenuous activities in the full
2: fursuit.
1: Y'all can climb some stairs in a mask.
2: Yeah, but well, you don't notice that the AC in those hotel rooms are like in the 50s.
0: Yeah, it is pretty intense. But but also, like, uh, I think that's uh, a good workout. <laughs> you get to avoid the bros with their shirts off in the gym.
2: Are you talking about the, are you talking about the sex in suits or going up the steps?
0: I'm talking about going up the steps. I mean, I'm saying you get to avoid the bros who are having sex in the gym with their uh,
2: shirts off. Is there something you want to tell us, D? No, is that what you're out at six in the morning when you're marathoning?
1: Look, look, we're yes, we're definitely yes. gonna we're gonna see a lot of things in those stairwells anyway because you always see a lot of things in those stairwells anyway.
0: Stranger Things wasn't a thing, but the Demogorgon will still happen. Do you have a standing invite to the Demogorgon? <laughs> oh God! I mean,
1: I, all I hear is that you know there are there are people who are looking for <laughs> looking for
0: new talent looking for love in, and <laughs> in all in all the wrong and all the wrong species <laughs> jesus all right guys well look with that with that note uh we're gonna wrap this up guys but you know we will we will be back we will have a final you know close to dragon con episode where we're recapping or getting uh ready for it as we get closer but uh until then it's been joe and D signing off for this episode of the stat check podcast hope you enjoyed